0: Today, Kevin McCarthy announces a formal impeachment inquiry is to come. An update on the Paxton impeachment trial and the Biden administration wants to keep illegal immigrants in Texas because, you know, New York's too full. We've got all of that and more coming up and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and today, finally, Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy announced that the House will initiate an impeachment inquiry against President Joe Biden. Here is what he had to say earlier today.
1: I am directing our House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. This logical next step will give our committees the full power to gather all the facts, and answers for the American public. It's exactly what we want to know. The answers. I believe the president would want to answer these questions and allegations as well.
0: Now, he outlined uh, possible articles of impeachment that could result from the inquiry, including abuse of power, obstruction and corruption. I would say Check check and check and he also announced that the oversight chairman uh james comer judiciary chairman uh jim jordan and ways and means chairman jason smith will oversee the inquiry now this obviously has been escalated very quickly and i don't have much faith in uh the republicans ability to do what needs to be done but I'd like to hear what my panelists have to say. I want to welcome to the program Yaku Uyuns, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line. Also, Pat Gray, host of Pat Gray Unleashed, which you can find right here on Blaze TV and also wherever you get your podcasts. Was that... I feel like I needed a more, like, announcer, which you can find right here on Blaze TV or wherever you get your podcasts. Was that better? As long as, long as you
2: don't become a down. ring announcer because we don't need you in there.
0: Oh, that, no, 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 please, no. Stay right here. No, no. Um, so... I just don't have much faith in Republicans. I mean, I feel like this entire thing has been slow walked. You look at all of the evidence that they have already gathered and you wonder. I mean, they were pretty quick to take that vacation before they came back in September. And even then it was like, okay, well, it's the 12th and now we're just hearing this. You guys had all of the evidence that you needed six months ago to open this up. So the slow walking makes me think this is kind of much ado about nothing. Am I being too cynical?
3: Oh, I don't think so. No, we've gotten, I mean, there's there's no reason to have confidence in the Republicans. Um, they've shown us nothing mm-hmm. all these all these years. We've talked about it many times. Um, but I'm still hopeful that something's going to come of this because it's really inconceivable that that it wouldn't, right. that something wouldn't come of this. At least the impeachment should happen. Are they going to remove him from office? No. Right. At least not with an impeachment, but maybe the 25th Amendment because he's also you know, disintegrating cognitively, and uh, there were the physician, um, uh, Obama's physician, Ronnie Jackson. Yes, mm-hmm. um, even even said, "Why why is nobody talking about the Twenty Fifth Amendment? So if impeachment fails, remove him with the Twenty Fifth Amendment." Mm. But then, of course, people scream, "Well, what about Kamala Harris? Well, we'll deal with that when the time comes." Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and at least you only have. Two years of a Kamala Harris administration. Right. Um, So I'm not super confident, um, but I'm still hopeful.
0: Yeah. I mean, you talk about how quick they were to invoke uh, the the 25th whenever. I mean, they're like, Donald Trump scooted down a ramp. Donald Trump breathes loudly. (laughs) Invoke it. Remove him. He's not fit for office. And now they're awfully quiet about that.
2: Yeah, you, you know, I, I just I have to at least consider that Kamala is pretty excited to be president for a, for a, for a minute, right? Um, mm-hmm. Look, I, I like to compare the approach of attack. I like to do that. My history in sport, we, we do that all the time, right? And the intensity. Intensity is everything because that's a choice. And, I, and we lack intensity mm-hmm. in the GOP. Yeah. We'll go and say, well, we're opening up an investigation. Right. To potentially impeach this man. Right. Nancy Pelosi yep. stood at her desk in in uh-huh. in Congress uh-huh. and said, We're impeaching Donald Trump. And she went and just started. It's a criminal rapid fire. Yep. We go, well, let's, yeah. let's play nice. And and you get railroaded yeah. when you do that in these things. And it historically happens across this country, mind you. And so again, I look at McCarthy and I go, is this about you? Or is this about the people? Mm-hmm. Is this good for your political career? It's a notch in the belt? Or are you actually going to follow through? Which means, Pat, he's got to go whip up the support. Mm-hmm. Right? He's got to go in the house. He's got to go whip it up. He's got to go say, We're going, boys. Are you with me? Because if we go here, right. we go all the way to impeaching the man. To throw it to the Senate, they're not going to remove him. And if they don't remove him, you know what? Our Plan B is twenty-fifth. Yeah. Then slap that on him. Yep. That's a one-two punch. Yes. I don't know that McCarthy is that he's willing to do that.
3: I'm pretty sure he's not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's not. Yeah. We—it's that killer instinct.
0: Yes. You know, exactly.
3: Finish the job. Yes. You're exactly right. It's—it's it's the intensity and the passion and the willingness and the giblets it takes to do what needs to be done and they don't ever seem to have that.
0: So, you know, you wonder um, how much of this has been in recent days, Representative Matt Gaetz um, has been going back and forth with people on Twitter about, hey, you guys, you fought this big fight to make sure that you had all of these assurances, how many of them, 17, 18 of them held out to vote for Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House. Mm. You guys fought this big fight. You made them change, you know, some of their uh, policies, procedures and made sure that there could only needed to be one person to challenge McCarthy um, in case he goes back on any of his promises. And Matt Gates was very vocal that, oh, something's coming. And so you wonder how much of McCarthy's, uh, you know, all of a sudden, hey, I would like to raise this formal impeachment inquiry is because Matt Gates was holding his feet to the fire. Not that it mattered, because I just saw that three hours ago, he apparently... Um, posted a four-minute video that says, on this very floor, on Twitter, he, he uses a caption, on this very floor in January, the whole world witnessed a historic contest for House Speaker. I rise today to serve notice, Mr. Speaker, you are out of compliance with the agreement that allowed you to assume this role. The path forward for the House of Representatives is to either bring you into immediate total compliance or remove you pursuant to a motion to vacate the chair. I know that Washington isn't a town where people are known for keeping their word. Speaker McCarthy, I'm here to hold you to yours.
2: And, the, nice. and there you go,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. right?
2: Yeah. And so I've said this so much and, and not to, to be very tough on Ted Cruz because he is a Texas senator, right? <clears throat> and really technically a senator, no matter what state you're from, they get to vote on all states. Remember that. So mm-hmm. an Arizona senator has influence over Texas and vice versa. Yeah. The senators have to step up and apply Unbelievable pressure Mm -hmm. on the House right now because we do have the House. There's things they can do. They need to make it hot in the kitchen. And I'm not seeing enough senators cross over the line of saying, hey, I'm going to fire a shot like Gates just Mm -hmm. did and say, I agree. I don't I don't think McCarthy is upholding what he was promising in the bargaining deal with the 17 that held out, et cetera. I don't think he's, he's I don't think he should be speaker, but he is. And so now you've got you to gotta apply pressure on the guy to, by, by will or without will, do the right thing.
0: Yeah. Um, I, want to, I want to go through a, a few reactions here. First, White House spokesman Ian Sams, who posted on the platform formerly known as Twitter, he said, Will anyone ask Speaker McCarthy why an, imp- an impeachment inquiry is the next logical step. The House GOP investigations have turned up no evidence of wrongdoing by POTUS. In fact, their own witnesses have testified to that and their own documents have shown no, well actually he said, have showed no link to POTUS. So I don't know if he's watching and reading the same things that I'm seeing because every day, I, I mean, I'm, like, I'm presenting it. In fact, like, I can take, we can take the screenshot of it And show it on this program because it's tangible evidence that you can see. We heard Devin Archer testify and we saw how Jamie Raskin tried to to twist it into something that he didn't actually mean. And these people think that you guys are so stupid that you won't realize that there is actually evidence. Oh, well, there's no evidence because Ian Sams, 46 on Twitter, X said that there's no evidence. That must be true. That's how stupid they think you are.
3: Yeah, and they might be right. I mean, <laughs> we'll see. It's amazing how insulated some are, especially on the left. They only hang out with their own. They only listen to their own opinions. Mm-hmm. They, they have uh, carefully so- selected their media so that their own opinions are carefully echoed back to them. Right. And they don't, ver- they don't, they virtually don't go outside of that bubble ever. Nope. Ever which is why they hate Fox News so much why they hate talk radio so much because they don't want to hear it And they don't want to hear it because they they can't win yeah. if, if you meet on the battlefield of ideas yeah. the Conservatives win every yep. single
2: time. Yep. And, and the other thing is uh, what constitutes wrongdoing if they Redefine what's illegal then it's not illegal to them. Mm-hmm. It's like well. We say this is not wrong He did nothing wrong. No, but according to the law he did They don't consider the law a standard that they want to live by. They have rewritten the law in their narrative and in their mind. And they buy that, they drink that Kool-Aid, hook, line, and sinker, Mm -hmm. in all walks of life today. It's fluid, right? So, well, that's not what I see. That's not my truth. That's your truth. So Mm -hmm. according to their truth, Biden has done nothing wrong. So you could put the Mm -hmm. evidence in their face to your point. Their bubble wrote a different narrative. And their bubble says... They're on the teat, right? Yeah. The bubble says, no, he's innocent. Yeah,
0: um, I want to play here one more reaction. This was a bizarre one from John Fetterman who was asked about it. Here's what he told reporters, watch. I asked you about this news that uh, Speaker McCarthy has formally launched an impeachment in- or has said he's going to Oh my God, records. really?
3: Oh my gosh, you know, oh, it's devastating. <laughs> Ooh, don't do it.
2: Please, don't do it. Oh no, oh no. We got run back to the
3: um Okay.
2: <laughs> is, is, he, was, interesting. is he like the cousin of The Undertaker in the WWE or something? He looks like he's walking to the ring to go wrestle, but not quite fit enough to yeah. do it. And There's then you go, no, he's there. actually um, representing people. Um, he's actually an elected official, and you go, wait, this must be the twilight zone.
0: Yeah, because there's just so much wrong with all literally of all, all of, of that. Mm-hmm. Why, like, I mean, I know it's, obviously, he's always worn these sloppy clothes, but like you, you're walking around in sloppy clothes, in mm-hmm. shorts, you're speaking to reporters in that demeanor, which I find to be incredibly disrespectful. They were asking a respectful question, and he was just so just so carefree about it, just so flippant about it. Um, I just find that to be so disrespectful to the office that he holds.
3: Oh, it is, it is. When he, I mean, wouldn't you look around yourself, see the other ninety-nine people that are kind of <laughs> dressed for the occasion? You're in basketball shorts and usually a hoodie. That wasn't, but wouldn't I? It'd make you uncomfortable? He, he he seems fine with it. That's mm-hmm. how weird a guy Pat, he is. Yeah, but mm-hmm. Pat,
2: you know, if you have no self-respect, you won't respect the office. Yeah. You won't yeah. respect yeah. the Obviously flag, the nation, the nothing else. That's he doesn't true.
0: respect himself. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, perhaps he would argue, he wore a button-up shirt.
3: Right, right.
0: The shirt did have buttons.
3: <laughs> this is dressier than we've ever seen him.
0: He was so. classing it up there, Pat. Look at <laughs> that. It does. It does have buttons. So. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and no hoodie.
0: <laughs> no. No hoodie. No. Now he's now. It is still curiously paired with the uh, basketball shorts.
2: His aide is in yeah. a suit and tie. That's a
3: great <laughs> point. I'm just saying. Yeah. And so is everybody else in the building, by the way. <laughs> everybody. That's a great point. Just yeah.
0: This is the uh, circus and freak show that is, of course, mm. the United States Congress. Um, all right. I want to – got to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with more. We're going to do a, a tale of dueling impeachments, I guess, today. Uh, first, I want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold. So – Birch gold. uh, I highly suggest you guys. I mean, everyone has like an IRA or a 401k and probably right now you're watching it, you know, maybe drop a little bit in these times of uh, what do they call it? Bidenomics. Yeah, I call it Bidenflation. So if you're looking at that and you're like, I really need to figure out something out, something else to invest in, might I suggest that you text my friends over at Birch Gold Group. Uh, in times of inflation, historically, gold has been a really, really solid safe haven for people with IRAs and 401ks. So um, you can talk to them. They can get you into a tax-sheltered retirement account that is, of course, in uh, physical gold, whatever. Set it up however you need to. But I'm just saying— Go talk to them, let them send you this free information kit on gold, on why you should consider perhaps diversifying into gold. There's no reason not to do it. Um, My family has done it just recently. We heavily diversified again into gold and we did it with Birch Gold Group. Uh, We were very, very pleased with the entire process and I know you will be too. You can text the word Y to 989898 for that free information kit. There's no obligation, just read about it. It is the word Y to 989898. So on day six of the Paxton impeachment trial, we have these dueling impeachment stories here. Um, you know, we talk about the evidence that the House Oversight Committee, the House Judiciary Committee, the House Ways and Means Committees um, in in Washington D.C. We talk about all of the overwhelming evidence that they have received, the actual physical, tangible evidence that they have, the uh, you know the the bank records that show whatever percentage go into, I don't know, maybe not the big guy, but we can't tell because it's a Biden and we don't know who it is. We see all this money being funneled. We see, um, you know, all of the connections, puzzle pieces aligning and adding up. And with the Paxton impeachment trial, it's just been so much different. Um, We have seen a lot of witnesses. uh, I'm sorry, not witnesses, whistleblowers. I guess you would call them witnesses, but they they're just like Yes, this is what I thought. I don't have anything to back it up. I don't have actually tangible proof. I, don't, I just didn't like the decisions he was making as my boss. And um, I, I thought that I knew better than him. Oh, and by the way, every single one of the witnesses that we have heard as of the time of this taping um, had great trust in the FBI. Great trust. Huge trust in the I Did not think that the FBI would ever be capable of being corrupt. So these are the types of people that are coming to uh, sit in this court, well, the Senate floor, of course, and accuse Ken Paxton of all sorts of things. And I wanted to bring up one factor in this case that I don't think has gotten a lot of attention, which is all of the whistleblowers are being represented by an attorney named Johnny Sutton. Now, for the record, there are some very strange things about Johnny Sutton. For instance. Johnny Sutton has represented these plaintiffs, these, I'm sorry, these whistleblowers for three years. They have not paid one cent, not one. Now, A, what person do you know who does not, oh, oh, let me add in one more thing. Not only have they not paid anything, one, one witness said he has not even discussed payment arrangements. So what person do you know alive who would hire an attorney without knowing what his rate is. And what attorney do you know who would offer to do this case and do hard work on it for three years without being paid a dime? And I'm just saying it's almost as if he might be paid by someone else who he might be heavily connected with. And I just wondered, I got a tip, Pat, Mm. from one of our viewers, and they said, you should talk to Pat about Johnny Sutton because he has a lot <laughs> I'm a to say big fan. he has a lot to say about Johnny Sutton yeah. and Johnny Sutton's history.
3: yeah and um, I wondered
0: if you might do that.
3: Well, you know, he was the u s attorney who prosecuted uh, Ramos and Campion, the two border agents who uh, they put in jail uh, for doing their job. Mm-hmm. What happened was uh, they, they caught this drug smuggler coming across the border, um, Osvaldo. Um, Aldredi Davila, I think his name was, but he came across the border and he, he, uh, was met by these border agents, Ramos and Campion. Uh, and during the arrest sequence, um, he got away from the two of them and started running back to Mexico. Um, they both went and chased, chased him down. And as they were chasing him, Uh, One stopped to reload, the other kept going, and the drug smuggler turned and looked like he had a gun and probably did. Probably did. And so the the officers fired and hit him in the buttocks. Uh, So he was shot in the butt. (laughs) He kept going, never did he fall. He went back to uh, across the border, got in a van, and took off with the driver of the van. Well, they... Ramos and Campion didn't do everything perfectly, but uh, because they didn't, they didn't write it down in their report initially that they fired their gun at him, um, they wanted to avoid the whole scene, mm-hmm. uh, all the paperwork. They, they should have filed paperwork on it, but they also said there were already supervisors in the area, they knew there was a shooting, so they just kind of moved on with their life, but that, mm-hmm. that turned out to bite them in, the, in their butts. Um, But during the course of the prosecution of Ramos and Compion, this illegal alien drug smuggler, who almost certainly worked for one of the cartels, uh, was granted immunity. He was given free hospital care in the United States of America. It was paid for by taxpayers. Uh, So he was treated. He was given permanent resident status while he was here, which was then revoked because a couple years later, he was arrested again. For, guess what? Smuggling drugs across the U.S. You mean border.
0: he didn't learn his lesson the last time he when he got all expenses paid trip to the United States to stay? No, amazing, huh.
3: isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it amazing? And along the way, during the prosecution of these two border agents who were trying to protect the United States of America from drug smugglers and uh, terrorism and everything else they face on the border every single day, um, during that prosecution, Johnny Sutton lied. Misled, just made stuff up about them the whole time. Um, he was half truths. It was just not credible stuff. He's just unscrupulous, mm-hmm. and he's a he's a douchebag. <laughs> so it's good to see that he's involved in this as well.
0: That that's is pat, that's pat, actually Pat's professional opinion is that Johnny Sutton is a uh, douchebag. Douche douche just. Mm-hmm. Take that to the bank. (laughs) So it wasn't even just, I want to get your thoughts, Yaku, but I want to add in, it was not just Ramos and Compion who were sentenced to 11 and 12-year federal prison sentences.
3: All right. And finally, on George Bush's last day in office, he finally pardoned them.
0: Oh, isn't that nice of him? Yeah, or commuted their sentence. That was really nice of him. Uh, There was also Border Patrol agent Gary Brugman, who is a a friend of mine. Right. Um, So he was charged... With violating the rights of an illegal alien in 2001, he spent two years in federal prison. Um, and he apparently, he, he was in Eagle Pass, which I know you guys know where Eagle Pass is. This is a, mm-hmm. a rough area. Mm-hmm. And he responded to a scene where another agent was having trouble with a group of 10 to 12 apprehended illegal aliens. And two of them would not comply. This is what I'm reading. Agent Brugman pushed one of the men into the ground. Oh, that's right, yeah. This incident was enough for Sutton to charge Nearly Brugman. Charge Brugman with violating the illegal alien's constitutional rights under the color of the law. Incredible. So this is the type of, this is the type of guy. So you might think, whoa, they, all these are upstanding conservative people who are whistleblowing on Ken Paxton. No. Really? So why is their attorney so well connected to George Bush and apparently cares more about illegal aliens' constitutional rights than yours.
2: Connected to George Bush, connected to P. Bush, which people need to start looking into. Mm. Need to start looking into the the war between P. Bush and Ken Paxton. Mm -hmm. From the Bush's side, Mm -hmm. the seat of the AG Mm -hmm. Bush's political aspirations, you need to start looking into this in Texas, start following that Bush money train to date Phelan and all these folks. This guy, lawyer, is getting paid. Okay? He's getting paid. He's being bankrolled from the outside. Mm
0: -hmm. He's getting
2: paid. These scumbags don't do nothing for free. Mm -hmm. None of these lawyers. Mm -hmm. There's a a little animal that I equate them to. It, It rhymes with leech. Well, actually, that's what it is, <laughs> a bunch of leeches, right? So, no, he's getting bankrolled from the outside. There's massive meddling here. There's, there's so much political conjure and things behind the scenes because they all owe each other. They're all bought and paid for. Mm-hmm. There's a handful. One of them was with us this afternoon. There's a handful, the remnant in that house that is not uh, you know, compromised. So I hope the Senate here... Can look through the mud and the clay, and you know, just have hopefully mm-hmm. have the law. Yeah, just the law. Not no, no favor for no man. Mm-hmm. Just the law. Yeah, you know, yeah uh, you know, just let the law be the law, and do what's right according to the laws of Texas. And then, then my question is always: Then what's next? Will we then investigate? Will we look into them? Because if you're truly this Christian conservative as they hold them out to be themselves to be pat, you don't hire this guy as your lawyer. No, you don't.
0: Right, right. No.
2: Exactly. This right. is not your guy. Yeah. This guy is who the, who, the, who the woke culture would be hiring. He, mm-hmm. he fits into their narrative of open borders and give the migrants all the rights, et cetera, et cetera. Right, so... Um,
0: Another interesting tidbit, you mentioned George P. Bush. Yeah. Um is that it was discovered within the the timeline of all of these events that they are trying to impeach the most conservative uh, attorney general in the entire country, the greatest fighter that we have against Joe Biden and his regime. Um, It's interesting because as all of these events are happening, remember, this is before the election. This is before the election um, took place where we just, of course, duly elected Ken Paxton to be our attorney general again. And it's fascinating because the very day that these whistleblowers decided that they were going to, you know, go to the FBI. The, the very day that they went to the FBI, the FBI opened an investigation and, or they, they got information from these people. George P. Bush, after 10 years of not having his law license, renewed his law license. It's almost as if hmm. the plan was... To accuse Ken Paxton of all these things and then have George P. Bush there to step in and run for AG. And they're really mad now that Jeez. Ken Paxton uh, won and right. got in the way of their establishment. P.
2: Bush wanted that seat. I know. He wanted that he seat. Did. He, what,
0: by, he What a coincidence. After had 10 years, Are the same day me? he renews his law license. Listen, I wonder why.
2: All these political attaches will tell you he had a booth at CPAC. Running on the premise that he wanted to be a G. This is not even I mean It's so well known in Texas that that look be be it what it may Right wrong Ken Paxton left right center doesn't matter. We still have the law There's still laws that need to be upheld. You still need to do things, right? You can't just go to the FBI and accuse somebody and deliver um, no evidence Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not being put under oath and then when you're under oath you get pressed and you go. Yeah, you know what? We didn't have any evidence, right? Yeah. Let's just st- and then you start unraveling this thing. I think if you really were to investigate this properly, right? Follow the money. Right. Follow the money. Right. Well, Who's and- paying the lawyer and, and then just start tracing it. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And of course, you know, we all know the FBI is very quick to try to weaponize themselves against conservatives, and it's been three years. I mean, people who weren't even at the Capitol on January 6th are getting 22 years in prison. You think that if they didn't have, like, if there was something there that they wouldn't waste any time to go pick up Ken Paxton in the middle of the night with seven, you know, FBI agents coming and raiding his house? Do you you really think that they would miss an opportunity to do that? I don't know. Um, So anyway, we will. I will be on with Glenn. I'll be on Glenn Beck radio tomorrow morning to discuss the Paxton impeachment trial more. And uh, I also am uh, going to have a Paxton impeachment trial special on Friday and break it down for for you guys. Um, So now we got to take a break, but we're going to be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Genyacel. So do you think your face enjoyed the summer as much as you did I don't know. Odds are maybe not, especially if you don't wear sunscreen, because perhaps you might be coming out of the summer with a few more like age spots or whatever because you weren't wearing the sunscreen. Well, you need the dark spot corrector from Genicel. Um, You also need their immediate effects, which you put it on under your eyes and you can literally feel the results working and it's going to tighten it up, going to get rid of those fine lines. I mean, here's the thing. I'm 95 and I feel like I look great for my age, and it's because I use Cell every day. I'm kidding, but I do use Cell and they've got a really, really great guarantee for anyone who is like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, you're going to see results. Day one or your money back. That is how confident they are that they are going to love, that you're going to love your product. So take advantage of the Genucel most popular package. It includes the dark spot corrector plus the classic Genucel bags and puffiness treatment and the immediate effects I just told you about. And it's 70% off. So you can try the best skin care in the world for yourself completely risk-free. You can go to Genyacel.com slash Y and uh, go get you that most popular package. It is Genyacel.com Y. Right, I want to welcome to the program, Sheriff Mark Lamb. He has uh, served in Pinal County, Arizona since 2017, and he is now running for United States Senate. I want to, uh, well, welcome to the program, well, Sheriff. Thanks
1: thank you for having me, I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, um, Pleasure. happy that you're here and you're in town and you're running, tell us why.
1: Arizona needs a proven conservative fighter. This country needs a proven conservative fighter. You know, I love being the sheriff. I love the rule of law. I had no intentions, this wasn't on my bucket list, but as I looked at where we were at as a country and what I think this country needs is a back to the basics of God, family, freedom, the Constitution. I thought the skills that I had to deal with, especially some of the biggest issues we're dealing with in America, which are crime, mm-hmm. the border, the economy, national security, I just couldn't stand on the on the corner and watch the building burn to the ground. So. Here I am charging and uh, I'm gonna do what I can. I'm in the arena. Yeah. We'll find out that the outcome is undetermined or at least not in our eyes. God's got it determined, yeah. but yeah. Um, we're gonna fight and hopefully uh, the people of Arizona choose me.
0: Well, so. we, need, we need more fighters uh, for sure. Um, so I wanna, I wanna talk about the border that is something obviously in arizona you have had to deal with extensively it's obviously something that we have had to deal with well, i say we i just mean yaku um has had to deal with <laughs> extensively here in texas as well and i want to get your take on uh the biden administration is now considering a policy that would force illegal immigrants certain illegal immigrant families to remain in texas or other border states so maybe arizona as well by tracking their location through gps monitoring devices because i mean i guess The idea is, well, New York City, I mean, you heard Eric Adams, they're full. They have nowhere to go. What is it, 100,000 and oops, that sanctuary city, all full. Uh, Meanwhile, I know you know, in, in Arizona and in Texas, El Paso, Eagle Pass, all of these places are just completely overrun and have been decimated for years now. And the plan is to keep them in the border states because Biden's cohorts are really upset that this is affecting them, even though they call themselves sanctuary cities.
1: Well, I think it's another ridiculous idea by this administration. Everything they do is to stop states from being able to protect our own states. I mean, it's, it's absolutely ludicrous to think that Texas or Arizona or any of these border states could manage the amount of people that have come across under this administration's failed border policies. Mm-hmm. You've got over five million people that have been caught at the border. You've got uh, 1.6 million gotaways, and then how many people do we not know about? Right. So just right. in the last two years, you're talking about increasing Arizona or Texas's, po- there's only seven million people in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I think it's a, it's, it's a ridiculous idea. Um, I think every time a state tries to move towards solving this immigration issue within their own abilities, uh, the federal government is there to swoop in and yeah. and and do something about it, and this is just another example of that.
2: You know, uh,
1: Sheriff, and it's
2: it's great the work you've done helping us protecting children from human trafficking. Unbelievable work. You're a champion. But you just made a point that I wish we would talk about more. We need to start looking at ratio and proportion you talk talking about 7 million people live in Arizona and then talk yeah. about how many yeah. are crossing illegally. Yeah. Right. You, you know, it you, really know, how you, make, you know how you make a latte, you throw a whole lot of milk in, in, in a shot. Right? right. And it really dilutes it. And this is what the game is for me, because nobody. And, and please correct me if I'm wrong, Sheriff. But nobody is asking those illegal migrants that are crossing the border to assimilate and become American. Mm-hmm like I had to as an immigrant. Mm-hmm. Nobody is even putting a prerequisite on it, Pat, to right. say, hey, this is the way of America. Maybe you speak English. It's hateful yeah. to ask that. Right.
1: About. Yeah. No. Right. It's the opposite. It's, yeah. they're, they're, they're asking, yeah. what can we do to soften yep. the blow for you? Yep. Right. What hotel can we put you in? Let's give you a cell phone. Oh, mm-hmm. let's give you a court date four to five years from mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. They were vetting 5% of the people that were from special interest countries. Jeez. This is Russia. This is... All of these, Mauritania, China, the Middle East, they were vetting 5% of those people. And then you got to talk about the children. I mean, 85,000 children gone missing from this federal government admits to that. You have 130,000 children thus far this year with another month to go in this calendar year for, for, uh, they go from October to October. Um, we, it, it's, the, it's unsustainable what we're doing mm-hmm. and, and the risk that we're not just putting American lives in in our communities in Arizona or Texas, what's happening in America. We've been saying for a long time, what happens in our backyard today will be in your front yard tomorrow. Mayor Adams, New York, Chicago, they are living proof of that, yeah. of what we say.
0: And so while you're, I'm, you're absolutely right about everything that, that you just said, um, and we see the devastating effects of having an open border i know they say oh wait the border's not open really it's interesting because i've i've seen the texas national guard literally go and close a gate that border patrol then walks right up after them and reopens it so i would say that's a pretty open border but then you you hear these uh these officials come out and make claims that you're like what world are you living in that you think the border is secure i want to play department of homeland uh security secretary alejandro mayorkas who told CNN that um, he says this is our our approach has been a model approach. Watch
1: Within that broken immigration system, we are challenged by an unprecedented level of displacement in the Western Hemisphere of historic proportions. We have responded with a model approach that has proven to work, which is to build lawful pathways for individuals to arrive in a safe and orderly way and to deliver consequences for those who don't meet them.
0: Uh, What's the consequence?
2: Sarah, can can I please?
0: (laughs) Can I please just... Well, your head's about to explode, so please. Nothing that man just said. I know.
2: Nothing is true. I know. Nothing. There's no consequence. It's not legal pathways. CPP-1 is not a legal pathway. That is a pseudo-immigration system. They're crossing the border. Go to Hutspeth County, Texas. Mm -hmm. Okay? We're talking about 1,200 miles of border. Our border is so open, it is wide open. As a matter of fact, under that man that just spoke's direction, they will weld the gate open. Mm-hmm. They will weld it open. Mm-hmm. It's not just open, they will enforce that it stays open. Even when Texas guard, the Texas sheriffs say, hey man, our land are being decimated. Ask this man about private property. Mm-hmm. Ask him about you know people living on the border. How does a secretary stand and lie about everything? And they get away with it. Mm-hmm.
1: It reminds me of the old Seinfeld episode where Jer- George says, Jerry, if you believe it, it's not a lie. I think that's the mantra mm-hmm. of this administration, mm-hmm. and, the, and he's no mm-hmm. different. You know, we actually pursued charges within my county on Majorcus for um, ARS 132323 participating in or assisting a human smuggling organization because one of them says intentionally blah, 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 or omission by a public servant in his official public servant duties. Mm. We ran that case, we put it together, we took it to the county attorney. After two hours of arguing and and based on case law and the supremacy clause, because we actually believe in the Constitution and following it, unlike these guys where they just do it and wait for the courts to tell them they were wrong with no consequences on the back end, we believe in the rule of law. And that was one of the things that pushed me towards running for Senate is because I realize that some of these fights cannot can we can no longer continue to have them on a local level. Yeah. There's only so much I can do. I have to take this to the federal level because the only reason we get rid of these people that are lying to the American people is by voting them out mm-hmm. or impeaching them. Mm-hmm. And I hope to be a part of the part of both yeah. um, because that's what it's going to take. So anybody who wants to support me, please come to sherifflandforsenate.com. We're going to start taking this country back and that CBP app. The reason they created that is so that they, they don't have to list these people as right. being caught at the border. They can now, that's not part of the equation of the numbers that we're seeing. Right. Um, when you take and add those in, if these are astronomical numbers, um, and the cartel loves it more than anybody because mm-hmm. they're making so much money. Mm-hmm. So I went on and on, and I didn't give Pat a chance to weigh in.
0: <laughs> Pat, give me a last word.
3: Uh, anti-disestablishmentarianism. <laughs> How's that for a last word?
0: Well... Yeah.
1: I couldn't have come up with that. <laughs> I just say it's bad. Okay, Sheriff, <laughs> Sheriff,
0: give them, give, give them, give the audience the website one more time if they wanna if they want to learn more and if they yeah. want to donate and support you.
1: Please come to Sheriff for Senate.com. The, the only way we take this country back is standing together as we the people. I'm not a big establishment guy. I'm a I'm a regular citizen, which is what the Founding Fathers designed, who wants to go back and serve his community. Not because I want the job, but because I want to protect God family freedom. So Sheriff for Senate.com, and this is still the greatest country in the world I don't care what anybody says we've got our faults we've mm-hmm. got things that we've got to fix but that's why more than 200,000 people show up at our border every year every month is because this is still the no. greatest country in the world mm-hmm. and if we lose freedom here there's nowhere else to find
0: it yeah amen well we appreciate you joining us come back soon thank you all right we'll take a quick break we'll be right back as they say booyah So yesterday, obviously, we talked about uh, the anniversary of 9-11. And on that same day, the anniversary of 9-11, the Biden administration announced that uh, Secretary of State Antony Blinken signed a waiver last week to release $6 billion in frozen Iranian funds in exchange for the release of Iranian-American prisoners. Um, Seems a little tone deaf. (laughs) A little bit. I mean, for an administration that has already shown that they are America last and for a president who d- didn't even bother going to D.C. or to any of the, you know, victim sites yesterday, he was in Alaska, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we did like a, hosti- a hostage trade with yeah. Iran.
3: And and freed up $6 billion, Six billion dollars. Mm-hmm. in Iranian money that they now have access to, to uh, fulfill other terrorist goals that mm-hmm. they have. I, it's... It's unconscionable what they're doing. And not only, you know, has he ignored everything in America, he still hasn't been to Ohio yet. Right. Still hasn't gone to East Palestine. Uh, in Hawaii, they dislike him so much, he, he wouldn't, you know, he had to be somewhere in the United States on, uh, on September 11th, on Monday. So the nearest from Vietnam was Hawaii, obviously, but I think people are too pissed, and so he couldn't be... There. So he went all the way to Alaska mm-hmm. to avoid the Hawaiians because he treated them like garbage. So, I mean, where where is there left for this guy to go? He's so awful that nobody wants him around. The beach.
2: Mm. He'll go to the, the beach. beach. He'll go to the beach. And he'll look good on the beach. Yeah, you we.
0: Really? Yeah, well. Well, that's no. fair. I'd rather have him there <laughs> than in D.C. That's point. I mean, a great it
2: point. is an eyesore, I will tell you <laughs> uh, Um you know, we spoke about it earlier. I can't remember on or off camera, but the 25th, you know.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah that was on. Been, that was and, on.
2: And, he, and here's Donald Trump talking mm-hmm. about the 25th, and he's spot on. It's time. And, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm one of those. Remove him. Just start, just start you know, politically knocking them off, mm-hmm. getting yeah. them off the, off the pedestal, right? And remove Biden, and then we'll go after Harris mm-hmm. and whoever's left, and then probably Newsom at some point. But you just got to start moving them. Yep. You know, because they're like Hillary, they never go anywhere, they just stick and they just make their way around because they're, they're, they're useful mm-hmm. to that crowd, like the Federmans, very useful, right? I mean, it's a, uh, yep. yeah, so.
0: He, Donald Trump did, he, he uh, posted something on Truth Social about this, which he talks about the, you know, the trade and the $6 billion. He says, how much of a kickback does crooked Joe Biden get? Does anyone realize how much money $6 billion is? When I was president I got back 58 hostages for 0 money. True. Remember Pastor Brunson it sets a terrible precedent Republicans call out the 25th amendment now Biden is incompetent and True. I'm it not is. Lying. It's
3: true. It's all true.
0: All Where true. is the lie? No money exchanged. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russia didn't try what they're doing now with Ukraine when Donald Trump was at the helm. Right. So for all of the arguments that everyone made about like, you want to give this guy the nuclear codes? I don't know. It seemed like a pretty great deal when he was in charge of things. It
2: worked out pretty well.
0: It sure did until there we was had, a man-made virus that was unleashed. We had one
2: of our top enemies fanboy him. You know, he's walking into to little rocket man. <laughs> and go visits with Rocketman and he asks him, can I ride in the Beast? Can I ride in your limo? Was like yeah. fanboying Yeah, no, I think Instead, the nuclear coats were pretty, oh, now. That guy is visiting
3: Russia. Oh, yes. Vladimir Putin and their best buddies, mm-hmm. along with uh, in Xi China. in China.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's a joke. Um, all right, got to take a quick break. We'll be back. All right, we talked about Kamala Harris earlier, so uh, she always seems to go viral for literally all the wrong reasons. I want to play Kamala dancing at a hip hop anniversary party she hosted over the weekend. Watch. Oh. Oh. Uh. Uh.
1: uh.
0: Oh, there's the point. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, there she is. Wow. You cannot convince me that that woman is any percentage black.
3: (laughs) No. All the black people I know
0: have way more rhythm than that. Nope. I reject that. (laughs) I completely reject it. That is our vice president.
2: I just can't get this idea out of my mind that all the Black people that she arrested for marijuana—that maybe she siphoned a little bit off and built a stash, you know, because she's constantly <laughs> looking
1: like she's high.
3: <laughs> she talks like it too. Yeah. She talks a lot and doesn't say anything. That's, isn't that one of the that telltale it, signs? It yeah. is. Yeah. So,
0: Yaku, I think you just cracked the code yeah, there. That was why she. That was why she prosecuted she so many. Stash. She just wanted their stash at the she end of the day. Stash. Wow. <laughs> see all you can uncover when you watch the news and why it matters every day thank you guys for being here
1: stream and subscribe to more blaze media content at the slash podcasts